Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Yep. Okay. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, I thought I was going to say something witty, and then I remembered that I didn't have anything. Uh, So, what do we got? What do we got on the docket today? Got some uh, some good stuff. What, what? And some interesting stuff and some sad stuff. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. On last week's episode, Savannah and Trent were fighting. Will they continue their nonsensical yes. rants? Yes. Find out this week. I'm on not the gonna Juice lie. Podcast. Before I realized that I had made a mistake and I was in the wrong, when you texted me hurry up this morning, I literally was like, as soon as I walk into the studio, I'm gonna punch Trent in the eyeball. Mm. That was my that was my plan. And then you were like, hey, you actually said it. I was like, ooh, you're right. That's yeah. me. That's on me. My yeah. bad. <laughs> Oops. I'm glad that our uh, friendship is on just like a moment to moment basis. Thin ice. Yeah. Thin ice. It just is just like, yep. I'm going to kill. Wait. <laughs> I said that. I'm going to. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Yeah. I was in the wrong. So you I'm have been recently. This is just how we work out our issues uh-huh, with each other. Uh-huh. Is on air. <laughs> as soon as we, it's almost like as soon as I press record, it's like so. Yeah. Notice how did you hurt me this week? <laughs> so this is actually good because there's like an invisible third party. Yeah. Everything's on record. Yep. 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 And we can just like there's accountability. So mm-hmm. I know that half of you listening. I'm sorry. That's that's an undercalculation. I know that all of you listening. Love to just blindly support Savannah. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm a very unlikable person. So you know what? I'm not even mad but at you. But as am I. I think that okay. I, I think that we're neither of us is extreme. Welcome back to two really unlikable people talking at neither you. Neither of us. Okay. <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade. Neither of us are easily likable people. No, but if you breach that threshold, mm-hmm. we are just gems. Yes. Once you get over the rough edges, yeah, I we're tell like you little what, peeps. If I had a dime... For every single time somebody was like, like it, I was like, hey, I'm trying. I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple weeks, it were friends. Biffs. But off the top, people do mm-hmm. not like me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is what I was saying. You have been lately like asking for repeated communication points. And then when you give communication points, you are still confused on the communication points. <laughs> I don't know like, why. Like last week with Cedric. Oh my God. That was, I was, was so just, annoying. I was so annoying. I'm sorry. That was me. It was like almost like we were in a room full of people trying to communicate. That's how I felt. Like it, we're like in a there room were a full lot of, of different perspectives being thrown and you're like, no, it's literally just the one. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, what if we do Wednesday at five or Wednesday at 11? Well, he can't do 11. He has to do five because that's when he gets off work. Okay, cool. But uh, what if we do Thursday at 11? Well, he can't do Thursday. Okay. Well, why aren't we doing Wednesday at 11 again? Oh, because he has work. Okay, cool. Well, so Thursday at 11 with Cedric. I'm like, no, Wednesday at five. And oh, I'm my like, gosh. But could he possibly do that? Right, 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 right. And then I was like, but could we do the bonus episode? And I was like, oh, nope, we can't. And we then do it on literally that Tuesday night, you're like, all right, see you tomorrow at 11. I'm like, no, no. I think <laughs> I'm in a season of life. Do you ever have this like seasons of life where my brain is hardly ever in the present? Yeah. I was I was telling you like I had some time to think this morning. I had like I literally had to be like Savannah, we have to sit down and we have to have some thinking time. Yeah. And be in the present because my my brain is always thinking in the future. Yeah. Like 6 months in the future, year in the future, 4 days in the future, whatever. Yeah. It's just it's not here. No, I got you. And then so when we were talking, I was always as we were talking about Wednesday, yeah. in my brain, I'm thinking about 
two Wednesdays from no, now. No, and no, I'm like, yeah, sure. why doesn't... Fi- oh, right, right, right. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because this Wednesday, Which 5 o'clock is you the must option. just be a treasure to work out marital details with. A blast. Yeah. A blast. Actually, what's funny is when I think about you working out marital details with your husband, mm-hmm. it's just me working out marital details with my wife. I'm a nightmare. I am an absolute nightmare. I, genuinely. I So, Demetri and I are very interesting. We're making plans because I'm very much of the nature of let's plan ahead to avoid mistakes. Sure. And Demetrix's philosophy is we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That's kind of how I am though. So you guys are actually a little more similar in that. It's like I'm sure Fina's a lot more like me. Of like why don't we prevent sure. this? It is like a weird hybrid of mm-hmm. how our um like personalities cross because uh-huh. on like so many levels we are so similar. Yes. But like when it comes to like um I wouldn't even say issues, but like the posture that we take when facing a a situation, you're very proactive. I'm very reactive. Yes, that is exactly what it is. And I and I like being reactive and I love being proactive. Right on, man. Look at that. Yeah. That's why I make a great team. That me up. But I do think that that I don't normally act the way I have been acting over the last week. Like I've been very reactive and very like step by step, like approaching a problem as we uh, like get there. And I can't operate in that have you uh, have you had a good cry recently not yet it'll probably happen it's brewing i had a little one yesterday oh no but very little oh no (laughs) our table savannah she's broken (laughs) oh god that got really dark (laughs) savannah sav she's broken (laughs) shatters oh no oh gosh no i had a, a little one for like a half a second and then I was over it because then I had that revelation this yeah. morning. I was like, all right, we okay. got to move on. Yeah. So it all ended up being fine, but I, it was just one of those days. I had, a, I had a good cry on Monday. Did you? Yeah. Where? At work or at home? No, I was just driving somewhere mm-hmm. and it just felt drive. like I was just like constantly battling. Welcome yeah. to the therapy hour. I don't it, even know how to brand you know these what? episodes I think a, anymore. I think a lot of people listening do this as well. So yeah. this, is pro- this isn't, we're not unique Yeah. And this. you know what? I'm, I'm over the whole like men don't cry thing. Men do cry and you need to get mm-hmm. it out. So mm-hmm. if you've been feeling a little pent up lately, just get a good cry in. It'll, Where it'll are the, so Kara and I have always said that a bathroom cry is probably one of the no, best, no, better no, no. cries. Bathroom cry is bad. I like a, I like a, I prefer like a car cry. Yeah, yep, yep. Because I feel like I'm a little bit, I'm in control and at least I'm going somewhere. Yep, yep. The worst cry is an in-bed cry. Yeah. Because you are, you're like in the environment, you're sad and it's just like, it's a whole mood. Sure, okay. Kitchen Sh- cry is underrated. Shower cry. Shower cry also has a be- is also bed cry. Like, no, 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 no. Shower cry is, is, oh, it's so underrated. It's because the water can like convince you that maybe you're not crying no it's just like i i feel like the shower is like a really ethereal place like i feel yeah, like yeah. i have all my best ideas in the shower genuinely. i built some big businesses in the shower me too like, I'm, I'm building like amazon level yes, businesses yes or like i craft really good like like when i do like talks or like messages or whatever oh my god i i literally do that i i do that exact thing and i will walk through them i will rehearse them i'm in like the shower. oh my gosh this is so good <laughs> hire me hill song <laughs> I need I, I need anyone who's watching this or listening to this that is a pastor, preacher, yeah. or any sort of speaker yeah. that has to come up with talks regularly, yep. like public speaking, is is the shower a rehearsal room for yeah, you? Because it, has to it be. is for me, and I thought I was the only one that did that. Well, it's so funny because I totally <laughs> do that, but then honestly, I go back later and I'm like, all right, going through my shower thoughts, I'm like, dude. Probably like thirty percent of this doesn't make sense. Really? Oh, not me. So, sometimes, but like. Uh, you know, you know what it more is, is like, I feel like I have just these revelations in the shower where I connect all the dots and everything that I'm thinking uh-huh, about all uh-huh. is cohesive. But then I go back later and I'm like, oh my God, what was my shower thought? 
Where was I? Where was I deep in that thought? Okay, so my I had a friend in college. He probably isn't listening. His name's Derek. One of my best friends. And he used to study in the shower. Okay. Because he said that, you know, when you're studying or working or focusing, yeah. and it's like you're always trying to get like a little bit comfortable. It's like whether you're getting, getting yeah, yeah, water yeah. or you're like, you know, like you're got to get warm or you're too hot or whatever. He's sure. like, in the shower, you're perfectly comfortable in this cozy waterfall of warm water. So you can hyper focus. So he would put his notes, his college exam notes in Ziploc bags and tape them and tape them to the shower wall. Wow. And study them in the shower. And he made all A's. He was our valedictorian. Wow. Uh-huh. I feel like valedictorians do have kind of like weird workarounds. Yes. Because they have to. Mm -hmm. Like if your goal is like scholastic excellence. Yes. You have to find a way to kind of keep it popping. Uh-huh. Because like and for me, I was a terrible student. Like I, I, and again, this is, I feel like half the things I say is like, hey, look at me. I'm so cool. But I promise it's just like me being, I actually saw a few TikToks on this where like kids were like, were you that kid in school who never had to study? but nope. always got good grades. Not that me. was me. And then like they did like a before and after, like you were this kid. And then after you're basically this kid who has a hard time achieving anything because oh, now you right. you've now you actually have to try. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was me. Like I always, I literally, I got good grades in my uh, high school classes. I'm not joking because my teachers liked me. I have two, maybe three stories <laughs> about how I was That's on the, irritating to dude, me. I was on the baseball team. And my Spanish teacher loved baseball. I I was taking my Spanish final. Miss Delase, shout out if you're still at Rio Americano. I love you. Uh, she <laughs> Watch goes. Watch her be listening. I hope so. She goes. Okay, here's your Spanish final. And if I didn't pass it, then I couldn't play baseball. That was basically the, the gist oh, of it. Oh no. And so I failed. And she was like, "Okay, take the final again." But this time, create like a study note card. She gave me like this giant note card, not a three by five, like a huge note card. Not as big as an eight and a half by 11, but still big. She's like, make a study card front and back. Take the fi final again. Took it again. Failed again. No, even with the study card? Yes. And then she what just passed that? me. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. How did you fail with a, with a piece of paper I, with I all was, your notes on it? So I feel like I'm decent at speaking Spanish, just like in conversation, but mm -hmm. like the actual language of it, I'm terrible at it. Really? Yeah, terrible. There's this other, there's this other, my dad was grounding me because he's like, okay, there's no chance you're passing your English class. This yeah. is a different year. And I was like, okay. It, he's like, basically, if you don't pass, you lose your iPhone and then you have to take this flip phone with you wherever you go. And oh, I'm like, oh my God, don't, do, I, I, as a kid, I'm like, please give me, give me my iPhone, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was back when iPhones were relatively new. Yes. You didn't want to be caught with your flip phone. Right. Ooh, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, social suicide. Yes, yes. And so uh he was like i basically got a really bad grade on a lead up to the final my dad's like all right no chance you're gonna pass give me your flip give me your iphone and so i'm like dad no please don't do it and he's like nope give it to me so i did and i tr we transferred numbers and everything and that teacher was uh like not i almost said graduating she was retiring that year uh -huh. and so they picked me as a class whatever to like give a speech at her going away party not a dry eye in that house. I'm not joking. She cried. Not everybody cried, but she cried. Oh, my God. So on the final, I got a B, and I, my grade was at, like, I don't know, like a 69 point something. She's failing. Oh, it's a D. It's not passing. 69 is failing or is a D? Yeah. 59 is failing. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know that. But, like, to get a C, I would have to, it, like, would average yeah. my grades out yeah. or whatever. I was like, Miss Squeezy. Please, you know what to do. 
Sure enough, she did. And I walked with my chin so high back to my father. And I'm like, iPhone, please give it right back to me. I passed yes. iPhone. And he was, they both my stepmom and dad were so pissed off. They were like, there's no way you should have this iPhone right now. And I'm like, but I do though. But you passed. <laughs> I but was you so passed. Ha- oh man, I was so They didn't happy. say it had to be by moral means. Yeah, you just, you by had any to pass. means necessary. Reactive, not proactive. Wow. Reactive. I had to study a lot. Like I had to study, I still do. I have to study so sorry. My sister, who's uh, like 13 months younger than me, she never had to study in school. This is Grace? No, this is my sister, Emma. Got it. She literally, it is the most annoying thing she would not have to study at all mm. and would make that's all how, a's that's how i am and it's how my dad is and yeah. it's so annoying and i would have to study so so hard to this day i still and i mean it makes sense like i'm a pastor i talk for a living and she's a nurse and she saves lives like mm. it all it all makes it sense all balances now. Out. it all pans out if and- i tell you what if if i had a very like harsh accident and I woke up and you were standing above me like, all right, we got a tough one here. I'm like, kill me. Kill me now. <laughs> if you were the operating nurse or if you were the one who was like caring for like the very seriously injured, I'm, I'm like, oh, God, take, on the take me out. Gloves. You're like, please, just, just kill take me. Take me out. I'm, out. I'm done. Listen. <laughs> I'm the phlebotomist. I would just be looking at you being like, listen, I really respect you and what you're trying to do, but please just kill me. <laughs> I really respect just what you're trying go. to do. Let me walk into I the could light. Not. I literally, I could not. And here, once I, but if I study, I mean, I always made good grades in, in high school and college and grad school. Like I always made great grades, but mm. I had to work so, so hard for yeah. them. And I would watch my sister and she like wouldn't study for a test and then make like a 96. And yeah. I would be like, I cannot stand this. I am so jealous. And it is what it is, whatever, that, um, Yep. Yeah, I still can't focus at all. So I think I think we both have a touch of ADHD. You know, you said that the other day, and I was like, ha ha ha. And then after you said it, it like I'll something will happen during the day, and that memory will flutter up into a cloud above my head and be like, I think you have ADHD. ADHD. Yeah. I think you have ADHD, and I'll be like, Yep. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like, is it ADD or ADHD? I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm One's no. hyperactive. I don't have that. Yeah. Well. You sure, pimp? I I'm not like bouncing off. No, the walls. but neither am I. We're both fully grown adults. We're not kids like who are like whoa, you know, like we yes. both have hyperactivity like tendencies. Do and I? I don't think. Listen, I don't know about the hyperactivity in terms of how it manifests itself. So, anyways, this this is what I was saying earlier. Um, I watched this TikTok, and who knows? I, again, now I'm just addicted to TikTok. But Ooh, that reminds me of another topic I want to talk about. Okay, cool. Uh, but they were talking about ADHD and this is something genuinely that I have to like be conscious of and deal with, but you know how everybody has like this inner dialogue or inner voice in their head that, you know, you talk through situations Mm -hmm. or you like calculate out, you plan out, whatever. Um, I have sometimes like arguments, like it is not like one conscious fluid thought. Like I have to like battle thoughts. What do they call that? Intrusive thoughts? They call that intrusive thoughts, yes, but it's al- like repeating. But also, too, like that's a, a symptom of ADHD. Is it? Yes. I don't. Apparently, have that, but I, I don't know. know I'm no expert. But okay. TikTok, I should look at the TikTok symptoms. University told me. I used to have severe, severe OCD. Mm. So, like, my parents really? Yes. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is genuine shock. Is it really? Yes, I'm genuinely shocked. Okay, so I would, um, like, in the middle of the night, my parents would wake up, and I would be in the bathroom straightening the rugs. Because it would bother me. I couldn't sleep until they were straight. I had, Whoa! I had no to, way. Like I had a number of like how many times I could brush my teeth on each side. 
It was absurd, like 96. It took me forever. <laughs> and then um, I had to like touch like a drawer before I would leave. I had all my- No way. All my Welcome CDs. back to another episode of Savannah's Weird Childhood. Yes, I would alphabetize my CDs and they would have to be in a specific order, like mm. alphabetical. And um, if someone messed them up, I would just be like, you, you you're cut rest. off. Yeah, I could not go to sleep until they, everything wow. was in a row. I had like these- How like, did you battle that? I didn't. <laughs> Well, I mean, you you don't seem like that now. No, I actually like, yeah, I, I think, well, when I talked to a therapist about it, she said it's probably because that was when I was younger. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, kindergarten, first grade through like sixth, seventh grade, like younger adolescence. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when some other stuff started to happen in my life. that was a, a big stress. And they say usually if a child who has OCD undergoes a large stress, that could be a car accident, sure. whatever, whatever it is that's long term. So like long term therapy from sure. an accident or maybe, you know, someone in their family gets sick, whatever, which is kind of what mine was. It was this long term thing. Your OCD takes a backseat to the immediate priority hmm. and it tends to fade out. Wow. It'll still come up every now and then like. Ask Demetric, like living with me, like my closet, all my clothes are color coded. I always have to clean everything. Our that's house a, is really organized. I'm not trying to like uh, armchair therapist my wife but i think my wife has maybe a touch of ocd really maybe a touch and again this is i maybe should cut that out i'm not trying to <laughs> I, yeah i'm not trying to marginalize I think a lot of people to an extent yeah have i'm a sorry little bit. maybe not clinical you yeah. know like have you ever seen the show um is it monk where's tony shalhoub and he's the i know the show but i don't know what it's is about. that the, what it's called oh you don't know what it's called Mm-mm. i think well he's i think the premise of the show i think it's called monk where he's a detective and like his ocd helps him solve these really intricate okay, crimes okay. and it's actually fascinating the way that they write the show it's obviously made up but it, it really is fascinating but she's kind of similar where she's like everything always has to have a place and be clean and again not clinical but very just very structured very to the point where it's like she hyper focuses on things you know and so I, again if yeah. you know fina she does not have ocd clinic clinically diagnosed no i don't OCD. i wouldn't say that either but also too this is what i was thinking about like again welcome to the therapy hour but I really think it's interesting how like we have very, we both share trauma in our childhoods. Yeah. But we both have very different instances of those things. Like yes. you, like you said you experienced a lack of control. Mm-hmm. I feel like I experienced an a too much an abundance of control where like got it nobody really cared about what i did what i ate how i acted like what what movies i was watching what video games i was playing like all these very mature elements were introduced to me as a very young kid and so you know there's different nuances to our personalities but we both have reached a a, a, uh-huh. a peak where we're very similar yes that's like, very odd we had very different life experiences yeah. and yet came out of it kind of similar yeah like weirdly similar yes i think also like when you are an adolescent and a kid and you go through something that is really there's no way that you could handle it well unless yeah. you were an adult yeah. but you're a kid having to handle adult situations it like it does something to your brain yeah where every now and then i will like something will come up and i'll be like i'll immediately feel six years old or something yeah. or like it'll be like, whoa i feel weird dude i i don't know how i could describe this feeling but like do you ever like or whenever you're sad or like you're going through something that's like just it's a difficult time. I don't yeah. know how else to say it. You almost immediately feel like you're just a little kid. A again. child. Yeah. And a I'm just literal like, child. And I'm just like, oh, I'm 27, but uh-huh, I feel like uh-huh. I'm six. Yes. And I don't yes. know what that is. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. It's so weird. We should we probably 
should more talk therapy. to someone. Yeah, more, 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 therapy. more therapy. More therapy. But, but it's good. Yes, whenever I feel sad or whenever I, someone makes me feel small or like yeah. insults me or I feel yeah. sensitive, I'm suddenly 11 years old. So It can't be like 28-year-old 100%. Savannah. I feel like I used to... So just going off the topic of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago and last week, but how I feel like I used to be way more sensitive than I am now. Yeah. Um, I've had enough people who like... I shouldn't have allowed them like um a certain amount of equity in my life uh like talk to me and like demean me in a way to yep. where I had that feeling yep. to now where I don't do that anymore and now yep. if somebody comes and like demeans me I'm just like whatever it doesn't matter to me okay I'm gonna tell you when you said that last week I was like I need to do that yeah I definitely need to do that and ever since then I've been thinking about it of like okay who are the people in my life that can speak in yeah and have influence yeah and if they're not one of those people like set list of people Bye. Yeah, they no, don't totally. no no influence. No, just, you, you, they can't because they can't. I remember. Uh, I remember I used to have a really big problem. Not problem, but like, um, if if male figures who yeah. were who had like a very uh, dominant personality were like mentors in my life or like had a had a role above me, came in and just like emotionally like would beat me up and and honestly sometimes as a young man I needed that I needed yeah. to be like checked sure. or I needed to be like you know just like. Somebody needed to like slap me around if I was like out of place. Yeah. But I would always just crumble under that, under that. Like yep. I would almost be yep. like, um, you know, my dad was always present in my life, but just because of the nature of our relationship, my parents getting divorced, just like all of that situation. Anytime somebody would just drive their, and sometimes there was, I can think of a time where like somebody abused that power. Like they weren't doing it with good intent. They were really just kind of digging into me to be a jerk. And he was a male figure who was a boss in my life. And I remember just like crying at like my desk and just being like, oh my God, Jeez. like I could, like I couldn't handle that weight. Yeah. And then it just kind of created like a callus. Like you just mm -hmm. need to grow through that. Uh -huh. And so I'm just like, all right, well that still to this day, if people who I've allotted, if they did that, I'd still probably be pretty hurt by that. But you, yeah. you give that power to people who won't do that. Yes. You have to like pick the people. Yeah. I feel like this is turning into like a mental health um, episode and I kind of like it because yeah, sure, it goes with the two things that I want to talk about today. Okay, cool. Which I'm just going to jump right in because it's not even a hard transition. Oh, great. Happy weekend, by the way. It's fine. No big deal. Do we want to talk about when? No, weekend? I had we a got, boring weekend. Yeah, I really had a boring. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing to discuss. Okay. Let's nothing. talk about it. Um, so, but this is really interesting. Research came out that young teens are increasingly being diagnosed with Tourette's. And um, psychologists are linking it to TikTok. Okay. And I find that extremely fascinating. And I read an article on it basically saying a lot of psychologists are looking at this. Sure. They've had an increased number of teens that come into the doctor to, sure. that are di clinically diagnosed with Tourette's. A yeah. way higher number than normal. This is the, they're like, we've never seen this many teens yeah. being expressing Tourette's, you know, forms of like muscle reactions that are involuntary. Sure. And certain ones are mirroring TikTok. Huh. So, like things on. So there is this. You know how there's different niches in TikTok. There's like yeah. the DIY TikTok, the dance TikTok. Yeah. There's Tourette's TikTok. Okay. So people, yeah. people with Tourette's will say they'll share their experiences on TikTok yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. And one of them was I'm not going to pinpoint or point anyone out, but I'll give it just. Yeah. I'll make up an example. One of the girls had a TikTok where every now and then she would say, um, I don't know. Should I say the no. Okay. She she said a word. I'll I'll say bananas. It wasn't a bad word. It was just an arbitrary word. And she was, you know, she'd be like bananas and she would just say it involuntarily in the middle of the day. Well, her she has like a million followers or whatever. People started coming out with Tourette's where they were saying bananas 
like mm. in day-to-day life, like literally just developing the Tourette's sure. symptoms in, an, in the exact form of the person they were watching. Yeah. Is that not wild? Yeah, I have a few thoughts on this and I want to make sure that I'm like touching on the topic that you want to touch on too. So like I was, I'm going to reroute and then I'll come back, but I was listening to, uh, if you don't listen to him, Judah Smith, and if you like messages like that, he's a great, an amazing speaker, honestly, probably one of the best. And he was just talking about in one of his latest messages about how like we've allowed these new platforms like Twitter and Instagram and TikTok to consume our lives wholeheartedly. And this isn't like an anti- this is not an anti-social media sure. podcast, but it just is interesting how much we have allotted our lives into these social media platforms and kind of going into what you're talking about like these. I know for myself, again, fully grown man who watch who watches TikToks, like if I listen to, um, I mean, I do it all the time. Like I oh will- Oh no, our table. Oh no, our table. It's broken. Like you hear these yes. little sound bites. Yes. What? I mean, realistically, not a million. That's exaggerating. But like, what, a hundred times a day? Yeah. If you watch enough mm-hmm, TikToks, mm-hmm. you just start, like, you just say it. Like, you, And it all started with Vine, too. Yeah, like, yeah. He made some milk. He needs some like, milk. Free Shabaka, dude. Free Shabaka. Patricia. Yeah. Like, we just hear them, and yeah. now it becomes our language. Yeah. What the F, Richard? <laughs> Richard? Do you remember that one? <laughs> I watched that one the other day. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. But, uh, all like... All that to say, like, if you hear these patterns Mm -hmm. repeatedly, like, boom, 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 every single time, or like these little sound bites, uh, where have you heard that new one where it's like, I didn't been around the block with Crocs and socks or whatever, you know, I'm, I butchered it. Yeah. Yeah, But like you hear that so many times, like I, I realize like I lay down in bed at night and some of these songs are just kind of like, like it's stuck in your head. Right. But like if these kids are in developmental stages of their life, like. That could be imprinting on their brain. Right, right. Here's the other side of this that I want to talk about, though. And I think this goes back to a topic that we've kind of bounced around for a while off air. But, like, I do believe that there are kids who are faking a syndrome so that they can create this alternate lifestyle. Or not alternate lifestyle, but they can they can have this imaginary life. You know what I mean? One example is this Tourette's thing where it's like, I don't have Tourette's, but if I, you know, wasn't me and I was a young kid, I could just be like, oh, I see this trend that's taking off where we're all talking about our issues with Tourette's uh-huh. kind of fabricate this issue that I have. And I'm not trying to marginalize or diminish anybody who You're actually You're not saying does. that's everyone, but no, I No, would... no, but there's yeah, probably some. Probably some. And I think it goes into a more drastic side of TikTok where like, I think I showed you this video where this, this girl was like, I'm again, I'm going to butcher it because I can't remember the exact verbiage that she used, but she was like. Oh, I'm a woodland sprite. And like right. my my origin is like way back to the yesteryear yes. of we lived in a woodland paradise and I naturally am attracted to like water environments and yes. my ancestors used to and I'm like, you that it's what's I'm again, I'm not trying to pity this person. It's it's sad to a degree, but like you are crafting this whole mm-hmm. lie about how you are a woodland like fairy. Right. And like, I see that all over TikTok where it's like, oh, I am a werewolf or I am a fairy or I am this. And this is who I am. I'm, And this is actually who I am. Yeah. You know, they're creating this like backstory. There's a desperation to be a part of a community. Yes. And we see that. Yeah. And that's not new. And that's what this article mentioned it. So I want to like preface this by saying this isn't like 
we're not the only ones saying this. A lot of psychologists are saying that it's likely. No, this is breaking cutting edge stuff. <laughs> you know, facts are, uh, we're big on facts here. We're facts culture. Facts are us. Facts are us. Facts are us. I feel like we've said that multiple times. That's our next merch. Mm. Facts are, oh, speaking, okay. We got to talk about breaking battle after this. Anyways, okay. So the article that I read, a lot of the articles that I read was saying that psychologists do believe that it is an attempt for young people to be a part of a niche community. Yeah. Right. At the same time, they said there is this clinical proof yeah. that yeah. Ki- that kids are very much developing Tourette's, I believe and that. they don't understand how. Yeah. They've never seen that before yeah. because we've never had this many people have access to the same digital content as that. That never has no, that happened. Totally. Where you had, you know, when we were kids, yeah, we could have all seen the movie Ariel, but we weren't all watching Ariel all day yeah. long for weeks on end. Um, you now you have TikTok where you have all of these kids yeah. watching the same yeah. audio over and over and over. Right. And it suddenly gets into your brain like a little earworm. Yeah. And it has a, a, an actual physical effect on your yeah. body. Psychologists are like, we've literally never seen no, this totally. before. But I also, so there's like two things at play. There's the psychological scientific side where people are watching this content over and over to where they are actually developing the symptoms sure. of the people they're watching. And at the same time, We've seen this since for ye- for I think several years yeah. now, where young people, millennials, Gen Zs, whatever, however you want to categorize them, are increasingly disengaging with the physical community around them and increasingly engaging with the digital community, but they're still craving that yeah. intimate community, well, and they've lack they lack the. Sure. The ability, social awareness, and even the with COVID, the wherewithal to get to a community. Sure. So they wedge themselves into these digital communities sure. of these marginalized people groups or, or people with different disabilities yeah. or mental capacities. So here's what I wanted to say along with that too, and I I feel like this is where like the preacher in me comes out as well because like I don't I don't want to do that either, but like I do feel like it stems from a desire. To be unique. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of these niche community groups, yes. But yeah. there's, there's a difference and a, and a, a completely separate desire to be unique. Mm-hmm. You know, like, again, you, I've, heard, I've heard like psychologists and people talk about how like we were never meant to experience like all global news, global. Everything all the time. Everything all the time. A little bit of everything 100%. all of the time. We were never meant to be completely hyper aware of what everyone's yeah, doing it yeah. all the time so when young i i have this i i have a hunch and based off the talks and stuff that i've listened to that when young people see that there are people out there who probably you know look like them sound like them talk like them they have an increased desire to like be more unique but truly and again oh, here's the preacher side comes out there is nobody like you sure and sure. I've, I've heard people like say um you know, people are like, well, I wanted to, I want to start a podcast or I want to start doing whatever. And they're like, but you know, everybody has podcasts. I'm like, well, yeah, but there's nobody who's you like, just right. do it. Like they, I feel like the, you, the, um, this is not a word, but the, or uniqueness. I almost said uniquity, you know, that's not it. That's not the play. Close hey, enough. welcome back. Facts are Facts us. Are us. <laughs> um, that's going to be our next merch line. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. The uniqueness that comes from each individual, if you wanted to create something mm-hmm. or be something or display something about yourself, you don't have to be a woodland sprite fairy. Right. Just be you mm-hmm. and you are completely wholeheartedly uniquely you. Why do you think that's so hard though? 
because I feel like, uh, one, it's fun to craft whatever you want. Well, actually, yeah. And I think it's fun to and easier to pick up on a niche that's already going because it means you don't have to do the work to figure out why you're different or sit, yeah. sit in your own personhood. Yeah. You can just pick up another identity. 100%. Yeah. The other thing, I mean, that kind of goes into a whole other topic, which I don't know if you want to get into, but like if you ever at home, at least for me, I always have the TV going because I like white noise. Yeah. But I'm like, is it because I don't want to sit alone with my own thoughts? That's me. Yeah. I hate sitting by myself. Uh Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not touching that. (laughs) I told you I had to have my alone time this morning because I was like, Sav, we have to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Literally in the back of my head, I was like, but I don't want to be with you right yeah, now yeah like yeah. i hate myself you're like hey I don't want guys to- welcome to another hilarious episode okay. of the juice podcast so funny okay but i don't know how i'm going to transition this but it does have to do with that okay. so with social media and mental health sure this today is the anniversary of caroline flack who was a celebrity i think she was more of a, a british celebrity but i knew her from i think she was dancing with the stars love island um tv host i want to make sure that oh I, she was the host of love island yes 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 uh, but the x factor i'm sorry not dancing with the stars that's what i always get confused yes on. i actually do vaguely remember the story mm-hmm. now yes and by she, the way my skin's glowing sorry it, like on the i feel like my skin is like popping on off the, right now. On the monitor? Well, or? I mean, just like in general, this capture. Your, your skin looks great. Skin yes. glowing. There's a Tyler, the creator quote where he's like, skin glowing, pockets heavy, garage silly. Are your pockets heavy? No. <laughs> I wish. They are not heavy. They are very light. <laughs> okay. Um. So not to be rude, but back to my story. Wait, hold on really quick. Mm-hmm. Pockets light. Sign up for our Patreon, please. Yes. Patreon.com forward slash the juice podcast. And buy our merch. Because our pockets are so light. Pockets are so light. So light. Um, buy our merch. Buy our merch. Um, okay. So I really do want to get to the story. Because juice Instagram. Hit the link in the bio. The juice edit. Juice edit. I said the juice Instagram, but yeah, 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 the juice yeah, yeah. edit. Yeah, yeah. Hit the link in our bio. The juice edit.com slash shop. Patreon.com forward slash juice podcast. Thank ba- you. Love facts you guys. Are us. Uh, back to what's her face? Caroline Flack. Yep. So she passed away a year ago. And because trigger warning, this is whole episode basically I feel like is a trigger warning, but you know, this is a tender topic. She did um, commit suicide last year because of a lot of, I won't go into a lot of the details. Sure. You can Google them if you want. It's not, you know, precarious or anything. It just, the media found out the, it was public information that she was going to be uh, prosecuted for something. And wait, what was she going to be prosecuted for? Um, for assault, I think it was of an ex. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. She was, she was actually assaulting her ex or that allegedly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So those, those, um, yeah, allegedly she was assaulting her ex and she was going to be prosecuted for it. And when she found that out, she committed suicide and wow. a lot of people linked it to a lot of the hate that she was, um, receiving online. So it was public information that she was going to be prosecuted and people really started to bully her and come after her online which ultimately led to her suicide well this day last year and there was a really great quote that i wanted to read that someone had said um in britain we have trial by courts not trial by media for a reason as what um i think it was her attorney said well yeah we have trial by courts not trial by media saying that we don't really the idea no other company is allowed to privately police itself. Sure. Like me, the media world is and like yeah. social media is. We have our own rules and regulations in social media that don't apply to the rest of the world. Yeah. Where you can just say whatever you want, act however you want, post whatever you want. Sure. That's not the case in any other industry. 
Sure. And it led to her suicide. And I, it had me thinking about that and the idea of the Tourette's and people taking on what they sure. were watching. This mm-hmm. whole idea of something digital and something physical like yeah. us are people engaging in a way that we've never had before and leading to a mental health crisis. Sure. Really. So I'm going to I'm going to take it out to left field and I'm going to bring it back again, okay. uh, as I often do, because mm-hmm. I feel like these things are inherently connected. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Eternals a little bit. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I follow you know what we do here on the podcast, like where we talk about movies, review them, blah blah blah. I follow a few other people who do that, you know, like other movie reviewers. Yeah, and I follow this one movie reviewer. I think I you said Dimitri actually follows yes. him too, the cosmonaut variety. So good, yeah, he's really good. But I find more and more that I'm starting to disagree with his uh, I, just polar opposite. Like if he likes a movie, I don't like it, and if he okay. does like it, I don't like it. Whatever. And he reviewed the movie Eternals. And as I'm watching, it was only nine minutes. And I was watching his review of the Eternals. And I just listened to this nine minute review of the movie where he began to pick apart every single detail of the movie that wasn't um, contiguous, that wasn't maybe, um, didn't maybe make sense in the whole Mm -hmm. of things. He compared it against the comic book story. Okay. And I, I, I remember reading a quote, uh, I think it was from, I can't remember who said it. It was just recently in the news lately where uh, I think it was actually Kit Harrington, and because he played a part in the movie. And I think he came out and he said, we have to get out of this age where, uh, we, or we have to remain in this age rather, where we retain a sense of wonder and uh, like media ambiguity when it comes to these stories that are being told so translated translated when we're watching these films and when we're taking in these experiences through pop culture there has to be a level at which we don't lament the details of every single situation so pick apart yeah yeah everything and i kind of have this same reaction to this story about caroline flack is Mm -hmm. that her name where it's like she had this situation take place where whatever allegedly she was assaulting her boyfriend which is terrible yeah but i think part of her story if i if i kind of remember some of the details is that she started to get so much internet hate because everybody who caught wind of this story secondhand started to lament and rake her over the coals yeah because of what we were perceiving and like yeah. fine tuning all of these details and then coming to these conclusions that like in relation to the movie conversation, like, Oh, well this doesn't make sense. I'm out. I don't like this movie. Right, it's right. like you are taking this finite moment of this woman who again, assaulting assault is no small thing. Right, it's right. very tragic, but is that the end of her story then? Right. Can there be no redemption? And I'm again, this is a very serious topic. So anybody who, might feel triggered. Anybody who has been assaulted, I'm so sorry, and I'm not trying to diminish the struggle, but I don't think that anybody should be brought to the end of her life because we have gone over her details so heavily that then we, you know... We only see her as the, the totality the of assaulter. the worst thing she's ever done. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. also, too, cause her death because, like, we feel like we've come to the conclusions that we've come to. Right. That's... You know? Yeah, I completely agree. Yes. And so I... I know that was a long way to get, but I was just like, you know, I, I feel I feel like we yes. are like propelling ourselves into the like into this age where it's like a movie is no longer just a movie. You know, it's like, right. We have to juxtapose it against something, whether it's the source material or like uh, source material being like a book or a comic or whatever. our pre-existing standards. Yeah. 
for things or like yeah. we and this it's this is something i think about often too is like there have been exceptional movies made like i can it, if i asked you right now like what are your top five movies you would start to go through in your head like what movies you like what speaks to you or whatever but like collectively there are these movies that are held in the pantheon or or books or any kind of sure. media that people regard as the best so we push the boundaries of, of what are amazing we talked about dune two weeks ago and these movies are so good at like telling stories, uh, developing characters, yeah. whatever. So that if we push that boundary every time to where this is so good, if a if a movie falls short of that, is it no longer a good movie? Right? Is, is it dismissible simply because it wasn't just the best thing you've yeah. ever seen? And that's what I'm saying. Like we, yeah, it's like we we're entering into this age where, and I'm I'm simply talking about movies because that's what speaks to me. But like for anything, like. If something doesn't, if we push that bar higher and higher each time with something new and amazing and great, this great work of art, if anything that comes under that, is that now garbage now? It's this, I mean, you could do, we don't do it with food, right? Like you might have, you might could remember the best meal you've ever had. Well, some people do it with food. But I'm saying most people, yeah. it's like in and out is still delicious. Yeah. Is it Fleming's Steakhouse? No. But you're not like, that's no Fleming's. Of course not. It's course in and it's out. It's delicious. The purpose is not for it to be Fleming's. Right. Yeah. It's delicious. And so, I mean, for some people, I actually hate in and out but that's not, that's not the point. But yeah. what I'm saying is, it, you could have a McDonald's Big Mac and think it's delicious yeah. and also recognize it's not Fleming's, but you're not trying to make that comparison. Yeah. You're holding them as two different things. Bring it back to Caroline Flack yeah. and everything that she went through in her story we we saw a big trend trend of cancel culture over the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. And this whole idea of um which a lot of celebrities are speaking out against now. They're speaking out against. I still think it is not gone anywhere. Yeah. And it is still a huge issue. I don't I have not seen a decrease in cancel culture since Caroline's death. Yeah. I haven't seen a de it's in fact I've probably seen it get worse. Yeah. And, and there was like the, I think I read in that article that you sent me there was like a little like trend where like after she had committed suicide they flipped the they flipped narrative. it to like be kind i'm like this is this is what i'm not yeah it's such a hard topic to talk about because one assault i have to say this a hundred times over assault is no joke and like for what she did yeah she should answer for those in this in this trial by jury and the due process but we should be able to hold both of those 100%. things. We should be and able to hold it and say that was not good what she did yeah and also she didn't deserve to come to like she we didn't don't this. need we don't the last thing that we need after someone's death is for there to be an internet trend of like oh be kind like that's what's eye roll that yeah. it, it's a more serious side of the conversation do you remember when we were talking about Jane tatum and like i was just joking about like somebody saying he doesn't look good in a black touch oh, while yeah, eating yeah, yeah, his, yeah, 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 the yeah, cheeto yeah. dust off their fingers yeah. this is the more serious side of that conversation is we are all at home mm-hmm not in the public eye. Yeah. We are all just living our normal lives with ambiguity and, you know, some sort of true autonomy where nobody knows who we are, which is a gift. Yeah. That is yeah. truly a gift. If yes. you ever want to be famous, buckle up because everybody knows who you are all the time and anything that you say can be held against you at any yes. moment. Yes. So like, oh, be kind. Oh, like, oh, we, we essentially bullied this woman into her death. Yes. Now, be kind. Like, that just falls so just flat, It just leaves a bad man. taste in your mouth. That's it just, just, it's just so And lame. the idea that I look back on it, I'm like, oh, the last year, like this time last year, nothing has changed. Yeah. Like, cancel culture. And I think it all stems from the fact that we love, we love the idea of being able to, to think we've, we understand something. Yeah. And so canceling someone means, I understand you, you are bad. 
goodbye. What's harder to do is say, you did something really bad, but you are not, you are not the totality of the worst. Th- the totality yeah. of who you are is not the worst thing you did. Yeah. So it doesn't make like holding that and acknowledging yeah. that is very very hard, and I it, it takes a lot of maturity yeah. and humility to look at someone and say, okay, what you did was really bad, but also there's some other great stuff that you've done. Yeah, I've done things that are bad, and also there's some really great stuff that I've done. Yeah, and trying to hold both of those things and realize that humanity is actually really more way more complex than just good or bad which kind of brings me to the whole like this is a good transition but kind of brings me to like the kanye stuff that's happening right now oh yeah yeah so like kanye is just (laughs) he's just a number one topic on on this podcast i swear he's always in something but the dude is just like there's so much stuff circulating about him right now. You know, he has like romance rumors with, I think, like a model or something that's like okay. model. I don't I know. That. I have no idea who she is. I can't even remember her name. Okay. Um, but he also has come out and said like, well, Kim's still my wife. I haven't seen divorce papers. She's still my wife and still referring to her as his wife. So that's like weird, weird. on another okay. level. Strange. But also, too, he's trying to like make reckon. He's trying to reconcile with all these people who he's had beef with. Like he, I don't know if you saw it in his like latest video on Instagram or whatever. But he was standing with I can't remember the dude's name. He's standing with another like famous music person, and he was like petitioning Drake, who they've had very serious beef yes. in the recent past. And he's like, I want Drake to come up and uh, do a set with me for uh, i can't remember the it, it's for like the benefit of somebody who i think was marginalized or treated poorly and he was like i it's going to be for the benefit of this dude and like i say we put all this beef to the end and like it's it's over it's squashed like and he's trying to like like clear the air like be done and he just posted something on instagram today where hold on i'll pull it up i posted it the to soldier my soldier thing yeah i posted it to my story was that i don't soldier know if you boy? saw it. yeah soldier boy where he's like Yo, it's yay. Love you, bro. I should have told you I wasn't going to use the verse because apparently like he put Soldier Boy on a verse and he ended up not using it, uh, which is a big deal. And a classic Kanye move, I feel like. He's uh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Soldier Boy re- replied back. He's like, love you too, bro. That's all I wanted. And so he's going on this like apology tour. Interesting. And okay. So, and very interesting for him right, to do. The longer we are on this earth, mm-hmm. the more time we have to make mistakes uh-huh. and then apologize and then make more mistakes and it's, move it's on ongoing. yeah it's ongoing though mm-hmm. just because he's apologizing now doesn't mean he's gonna have the same energy next year he'll make more mistakes yeah i think that's always the thing that i have to remember it's like i make a mistake or someone makes a mistake and we apologize we move on it's like that it's not like from that point on we're, we're never gonna make a mistake yeah. again it's like the old like uh the old sitcom format where it's like you know the first 15 minutes are like the uh the conflict and then the oh, last yeah, 15 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. are the resolution resolution and, and the, like by the last minute it's like and they all lived happily ever after it's like no no, no. that's not life no people will make more oh, mistakes 100%. yeah and that i think that is very very hard because the people that are watching and engaging in the digital space tend to be a little bit younger yeah ha- didn't grow up predominantly without so without socials yeah so without social media and digital communities yeah and so you have this lack of it's not it's not our fault i mean yeah. i'm gonna include us in that because we're we're sure. part of that demographic it's not our fault that the tech world and community skyrocketed yeah. in our youth that's yeah. not our fault but i do think it's our responsibility to recognize that we are products of our environment and to counteract 
those negative side effects as much as we can. Yeah, 100%. And so realizing like, wow, I'm getting all, you know, I will go through social media and see things and be upset by things yeah. and then have to step away for it and be like, if, if social media didn't exist, this would not be a problem yeah. for me. This is a, another interesting topic. Sorry, this is a, this is, I feel like a, this is, we're a light doozy, on the, ha- but I kind of like it. We're though. light on the ha today. But I don't mind it. It's a good, it's good okay. conversation. Great. Um, <laughs> this reminds me of, uh, so, you know, Will Smith is writing his memoirs, which oh, yes. have got to be just fascinating. Yes. I haven't read them in their entirety. From but- all the little trinkets and info I've learned yeah. about their family, I would love yeah. a memoir yeah. or, or seven. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, I haven't read them in their entirety. I don't know if he's writing like a book or if they're coming out in, I don't know in which form Are they like volumes? Or? I don't know. I've just been reading like- I love an little, audio book. Yeah, I know. That I would, would love that cool. too. Okay. I've just been reading articles that are reporting on like the bits that- Got it. Okay. Are, he's talking about, I guess. Um, But he just talked, he, in one of the, there's two that we can talk about or one, depending on time. But he was talking about how um, uh, his son- Jaden wanted to be emancipated at 15 years old because of how poorly the movie After Earth did. Did you see that movie? No. So After Earth was a movie. I I didn't see it, and I it was a box office nightmare. Strictly speaking, from a movie standpoint, really, it was terrible. Who was yes. in it? Will Smith. Will or? Smith and Jaden Smith. Oh, okay. Yes, and I think the premise of the movie was like they were. It's like set in the future. Uh, Will and Jaden like land on like a weird planet that turns out to be Earth after some sort of apocalyptic blah blah blah. I have no idea. Okay. And like it, the movie is set up, it's just father and son and how they continue on. Whatever. It, essentially, it sounds like it's Pursuit of Happiness, but in the future. I don't know. You mean I Am Legend? No. Did you not see Pursuit of Happiness? I did. But like it's a father son dynamic. Oh, fa- oh, father son. Okay, I thought yeah. it was like the apocalyptic side of it. No, like, yeah, okay. okay. It's, it's, it's pursuit, pursuit of happiness <laughs> and I am legend just mixed together, <laughs> but in like Which, a sci-fi. But twist. honestly, sounds kind of good. So uh, was it not good? Okay, I, I heard it was terrible. I okay. never saw it. When did it come out? Uh, I don't know, two thousand something. But like in the last five years, or was no, this like probably when... last ten. Oh, well, how old's okay. Jaden? I don't know, like 15, 16? Or no, he's older now. Yeah, he's like 20-something now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. Facts are us, baby. Facts are us. Yeah. Got How old it. is he? Somewhere between 1 and 28. <laughs> I know that for sure. Um, yes, he's 20-something now. That's right. Yeah. So Will's just talking about how, like, obviously Will Smith at this point in his career is a, a very seasoned veteran actor. And his son, I, I still think, is fairly new. Like, I think before this, Jaden had done Karate Kid and pursuit of happiness and i think that's it it. i think that's it okay and so he's like coaching his son about like hey here's what you need to do and like hey maybe try this and like you know giving him coaching lessons and not lessons but like giving him direction yeah guidance yes and the movie did so poorly that Jaden was just like i'm done i like for a moment i don't know if i don't think he ever did get emancipated but he's like i'm done with his family like i am i'm cutting myself off which is um, you, you talk. I want to pull up the article. My thought that I said I was going to say for the podcast because I wanted more context, but it does ring true. It's very easy to emancipate yourself when you are a millionaire. Yeah. Would he be emancipating himself if he had the normal monies of a fifteen-year-old? No. no. But I don't think this conversation so, centers around money. I think it was just like he. I don't is, think it does either. But I don't think he. I also think it plays a pivotal role in his abilities. Sure. He. Uh, the movie was made in two thousand thirteen. He would, so he would have had uh, uh, some millions to his name from Pursuit of Happiness. And- it's not about, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, the conversation is not about the money. And yes, you could say like he couldn't have done it without the money. But like, I think that 
One, imagine your dad's just a an all-star actor. Like, he yeah. is the guy. Yeah. He's, like, telling you what to do. Nobody knows that he's telling you what to do. I mean, maybe they can kind of absorb the situation. But, like, you go into your acting career being like, my dad's this guy, and I'm listening to him. And it's, he at 15, you have the idea that if I listen to my dad, everything's going to be great. Because this is God. who my dad is. So it's like he didn't trust him anymore. Yeah. So this is a quote from okay. the memoir. Uh, he said he felt like, like Will said, I felt like my heart was shattered. He goes, we never discussed it, but I know he felt betrayed. Like his, like the, the level of betrayal that he felt. But why? Because. You're mad that you weren't he, as good as your dad after He three felt movies? misled and he lost his trust in my leadership. I don't know how to respond to that because I don't know the context and I don't know them personally, but that does make me really irritated because it's like celebrity privilege. Like, no, I don't listen. You're, you're, you you made three movies and you're not, you're not, you're mad that you're not acting like your dad. Like, I'm sorry. No, that's not it. I don't think it's that. Am I missing something? Yes, I do think you are missing something. Okay, okay, fill me in. I remember the first time I ever realized my dad wasn't Superman. I remember it to this day. Okay. I remember. Always believing that, like, my dad was infallible. Seriously. And maybe because you, we, we talked about this before, maybe you, because you were a little adult. Yeah. You know, you, you never really had that perception. But I remember, like, feeling shattered because I felt like my dad was mishandling a situation in real okay. time. Okay. And one of my mentors pulled me aside. I'm not, I'm, this isn't young. I'm talking like 17, 18, maybe, maybe even older, maybe 20. Yeah. And, like, my mentor pulled me aside and she's like, your dad's not Superman. He makes mistakes just like the rest of us. But up until that point, 20 years old, Savannah, wow. I was still believing that my dad was Superman. And so there's a level at which I think there's at play where it's like Jaden has been in the public eye since he was born. It's just it just is part of the life. Like your dad's Will Smith. You're going to be in the in the spotlight. Um, He expresses an interest into going into movies and at at this young adolescent age you have to believe that like your your dad has the formula he has the ability he has the knowledge on what to do okay and then he's like basically without i i don't think will smith ever said this but basically kind of having this idea that if i listen to my dad everything's going to work out great got it and then when that didn't happen that's the moment he realized his dad wasn't superman okay right there okay i guess it's not about privilege i think it's just a young man having to grow up before his time Okay. Okay. I I do. Okay. I'm like I want to say I changed my mind, but I don't know what my mind was. No, no, no. I get you. But I do get what you're saying. Of he he was going through what every kid goes through of realizing that their parents are also still human. A hundred percent. I guess my my reaction is you wanted to be emancipated because of that. I don't like you wanted to literally disown your father for being human. Yeah, and maybe the maybe the manifestation of him wanting to to be emancipated was simply because of who he was and what resources remained available to him. Okay. I don't think I ever during my childhood was like, I want to be emancipated, let alone know what it was. Right. Right. Okay. So maybe those are two separate things. Yeah. If he wasn't, I I would say they weren't the Smiths. He would still feel the same way. He just might react a little bit. I would say that he like how I acted out at 15 or like I'm, I'm leaving. I'm running away. That's his running away. That's his running away. I'm going to run away. looks differently. 100%. Got it. Okay. Because now I understand. I also remember being like, asking my dad when I was way younger, I'm like, who taught you how to be a dad? Got it. That's every young yes. kid's like, idea. Naive. Is just like, is there a book? 
There's Does somebody book teach you how to be a dad or right. a mom? Right. No, they they, they don't. So you're, you, we are all, okay. just, again, the, I feel like the central message of this episode is just like, we're all people just trying to be the best that we can. Yes. And sometimes we fall short. But like, I just thought that was crazy how like he was just like, wow. That it honestly like broke my heart a little bit for Will Smith because like one That's I, what I thought. I was like, God, poor Will Smith. I'm not a yeah, I'm not a dad, but I can imagine your son being like, I want nothing to do with you anymore. That would be heartbreaking. But also too, it like broke my heart for Jaden because it's just like we all have moments as young young adults and young kids where like the the world like breaks us down. Yes. And that was like he had to do that in front of Yes, you had that moment Savannah and me have had those moments privately, but he had to do that in front of the world. In front of everyone. Hey, we just made this movie. It flopped. So, Come on, man. And your dad's amazing, so it must have been you. Like, yes. He probably was telling 100%. Him, my dad could never be wrong. My I dad must, was the fresh prince, bro. I must be the reason it failed. Ugh. Yeah, I'm wondering. Okay. A platinum. I stand corrected. Let the record state. Yeah, I, no. I retract my previous statement now that I have more context. No, I don't but think I, you were being a bully. But I do think that, yeah. I, I, which is out of the norm, because you typically are. <laughs> which is out of out of the norm, for real. But but I, I do understand that he has different resources and a different life. So, so his reactions... Well, that he might feel something that we have felt. Yeah. He's going to react differently. And also, yeah, you're in the public eye. Millions of people were yeah. watching him fail at 15. I yeah. mean, we saw that with Justin Bieber, too. Yeah, like, 100%. People failing and making mistakes in front of millions of people just adds a level of pressure that we have no right to pretend to understand. Yeah. It, it all makes sense. I think, like, I think about it like this way. Like, think about all the dumb stuff that you said or did as a young kid. And then, <sighs> and then give that version of Savannah a million dollars. What do you do? Something way more stupid. Yes. 100%. Yes. And I think about even like there was a – we did this church conference years ago uh, and this guy who was like pastoring uh, Justin Bieber was like speaking or whatever. And like that was back during when Justin Bieber did his whole like thing where he like got drunk and drove a car and like got into a car wreck or whatever. Yep. And everybody was just like, how could Justin do this? How yeah. could he blah, blah, blah. And just – Tearing the dude down. And listen, I am not a huge Justin Bieber fan in terms of his works. Like, I think he's a cool dude. I, yeah. I would sit down and have lunch with him. I really would. Uh, he's watching, so. He, oh, is he, I feel bad now. I'm just joking. Um, I actually do hope that he watches this one day. I'd yeah. be like, yo, let's grab lunch, bro. Him and Haley, they sit down every day. They, they're one of our 30 YouTube fire. views. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they open their laptop. Dope. And they snuggle up and they watch they our podcast. They create like a fake YouTube name. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. user 141. This podcast sucks. No profile picture. None. No, they love it. They okay. love it. This they podcast w- rocks. <laughs> um, we're like, hey, Justin. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, like they were just trashing this poor kid. Yeah. And so this dude, when he came into the conference, just completely unsolicited, you know, was giving his message about God and stuff like that. But then he kind of flipped it in the in the middle of it. And he was just like, and that's why when a certain somebody who is rose to fame at such a young age gets into this terrible car accident, we shouldn't treat him like he's we shouldn't treat him like he's a social pariah or this outcast, right. but a young kid who maybe experienced some life too early and too soon. Yep. Because it's like, bro, give me a Lambo at 15? Yeah, yeah. And I have a bad day? Bro, if Savannah in like early like high school college, yeah, if I was a millionaire and had uh, millions of eyes on me, ooh, not good. Yeah, not get, good. Some of that stuff I've said, I'm like, give me access to social media. Oh no, bro, I, been, I would have lasted three days yeah. as a child celebrity. Yeah, and don't Maybe. get me wrong, this isn't a conversation about like 
oh, poor famous people. Like, yes, they have a lot. Of, I'm just saying, like, there's an understanding to mm-hmm. be had where it's like anywhere he goes, yep. Justin Bieber, Jaden Smith, Will Smith, any of these dudes that we've talked about, they go anywhere. They know everybody Everyone knows who they knows. are. Everyone knows. Every they were watching their every single move. If Will, I can get. I'm just constructing this hypothetical now. But if Justin Bieber or Will Smith go to a restaurant and the waitress trips and falls and dumps all the food on their laps, they have to be so calculated with what they say. They can't lose their cool with how they respond. Yep. And even ju- I saw this thing about just. I'm just ranting now at this point. But I saw Justin Bieber where like, um, there's this like horde of of young girls who are outside of his apartment like oh justin just you know losing their mind and this one girl steps in front of him to the entrance to his apartment or how or i think it was an apartment and he's like she's like hey can i have a hug and he was just like no i'm so sorry like this is my place of rest and she's like no justin like i, I just want i just want to get a hug and he just like as calmly as he could tried to explain he's just like you guys have followed me to my place of living a place where like I come home and rest and like get away from the public eye and you are demanding that I give you something. What if I did that to you? He's like, what if I demanded that you give me something at the end of your day when you've done all of the things that you've done, that you're stressed out? How would you feel? And he he didn't lose his cool, but he was because he can't. Yeah. But like he was just in such a kind, but very direct way trying to say like, I refuse to bend a knee to this when I am at my home. Yes. And People try to give him crap for that, man. Really? It just does not make sense. Yes. I just don't get it. But it, it all circles back to now we're all experiencing, yeah. especially after COVID, everyone's on social media now. Yeah. We're all getting a taste of our own medicine where yeah. it's like if you say something or do something online or someone gets a picture of you, canceled. you canceled, done. And yeah. I'm like, y'all, we cannot operate like this because it just, it's not, it's not even an effective way to to function in society. If you yep. cut off people anytime they say one thing you don't like or that you disagree with, you will have no friends, you will have no business partners, you will have no connections, you will have no networking, like nothing. You'll have nothing. Yeah. Next time you go to a job, you're like, oh, I forgot I canceled that person so I can't apply for this job. It's like, it will get to that degree. Like you can't cancel everyone that isn't just like you. It's Anyways, true. that's my soapbox. I think we've reached our time. Mm, okay. This episode has been light on the ha-has, so. Okay, but. I know that you love a good joke, and I do too, and I love laughing, but I also love these kinds of conversations. I do too. I, I just feel bad that people might come looking for like some lighthearted fun for the week, and then we're like, be kind just, to your neighbor. Just go listen. To, they're like, no, 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 I don't want that. No, yeah, no, no, like, no, no, no. ooh, not they're fat, They're pressing the 30, the 30 seconds yeah, skip, and they're yeah. just like, come on, come on. It's Anyways. the end of the episode. Watch last week's episode if you want good laughs. Or if you want really funny laughs, go to our Patreon because we have three episodes that are going to be up there. Bonus. And they are full of ha-has. They are. You will be up to your. Packed to the brim with ha-has. You will be up to your eyeballs. With ha-has. With ha-has. Patreon.com forward slash the juice podcast. The juice edit. Instagram. Hit the link in the bio for our merch. Buy our merch, people. Go be a Patreon. Listen, Patreon. I can't say this enough. Go be a patron. That's where it's at. $5 a month and you get extra stuff. We'll be jumping in the chats on Patreon. So like just, I'm just saying, just go on up. If you want to talk to us, if you have anything to say, Patreon. That's where, Patreon. You, that's where you speak Patreon. 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 All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs>